everyone tells me that as time passes, um, everything will get quote-unquote easier, but time has been passing really quick, and I felt or I feel like it's just getting harder for me. Welcome back, guys, um, to Grief in the In-Betweens. And here we are with another episode. And I think the last one I left you off on was the eulogy. And that was a shorter episode, um, but I definitely wanted to share the eulogy. I know a lot of you listening, it was like repeated, um, but a lot of my new listeners here definitely wanted to hear it. So I hope you guys enjoyed that one. Um, And then a little recap, just in case you're new and you're just tuning in on this episode, I do definitely suggest going back and just listening to everything because it'll just make everything make a little more sense. Um, But if you are new, I'm just explaining um, my new life. I'm a widow. My husband passed away very unexpected and very young, and I'm just really trying to figure out my shit. So go ahead and tune into the other episodes to get more detail on that. Um, But anyways, today is October 1st, which is crazy. Um, I think I don't know, honestly. Um, I know a lot of us are definitely feeling the same way, whether we have something stressful happening to us or not, or life is great. It doesn't matter. Like, I think we all feel that life is just freaking flying by. Um, it's even like the days now. I feel like I used to have some long days. Like, even my like long days aren't long. It's freaking nuts to me. Um, it's scary, honestly. So December will be a year already since Kevin passed away. And I, I just can't wrap my head around it. I feel like, I don't know, like the other morning I woke up and was thinking like, God, it feels like it's been three years. But then most, most mornings I wake up and I'm just like, is he going to come in the house? Like, is he here still? You know, like, I feel like it just happened. So I don't know. I, I feel like time, we just lose it. Like we lose track of time so easy. And I am very much the person who tries to keep very organized and like routine and scheduled because that's just what helps me. Um, and that was before everything happened, not just now. Um, (laughs) Kev would always laugh at me because I'd always make lists like for the week. Okay. Like I'd make dinner, what we're doing for dinner, what we're doing. If we had stuff during the week, if we had stuff on the weekends, like I just always had lists and times and, you know, but he did appreciate it. He didn't make fun of me, but he did appreciate it because half the time it was like, you never told me that. And I'm like, look at the text, look at the list, look at the whatever I wherever I wrote it down on a post-it or whatever um honestly Apple shared notes is 
shared notes and shared calendar. That was the best damn thing that ever happened. Um, but anyways, um, I just kind of wanted to touch base and get back, um, to talking to you guys. I feel like I technically, I don't know. I just felt like the last podcast was very short, but honestly, like life's just fucking crazy. And I just didn't have it in me to like actually sit down and record an episode last month. So I had already had the eulogy, um, recorded, like pre-recorded. So I used that, which was helpful for me. Um, but anyways, to catch you guys up to date, um, if you follow me on social media, you know that I moved, I bought the house, um, I moved and officially yesterday actually was a month of me living in the house, which is insane already. Um, and I honestly think that like now it's pretty much complete. There's like a few little things here and there that I want to like get or hang or whatever. Um, just kind of waiting to find what I like. Um, but otherwise like this house came together so beautifully, so fast and I have an amazing group of family and friends who helped me do it. Um, Literally, we moved everything in one day, pretty much unboxed every single box in one day. Like, it was insane. So, I'm very grateful for them because I definitely couldn't do it without them. Um, And a little backstory on that, I moved out of Kevin and I's apartment um, let's see, January, February, March. I believe it was March. Um, yeah, I think it was March of this year. Um, I moved out. When everything happened, for a few weeks, I had people staying with me. Um, maybe like two weeks ish, or a week. I don't even know, honestly. Sometime I had people staying with me. Um, so I wasn't alone. And, pretty shortly through that I was like you know what I'm I'm ready like I want to be alone I want to just feel like I wanted to feel alone because I felt like I could feel him more you know um and of course they respected that and you know if I changed my mind they would be there in a heartbeat so I did that um honestly when I was in the apartment alone I went back to work pretty quickly, got back into that routine, was doing, you know, stuff, whatever. And I, I don't know, looking back, I just, I guess I really didn't feel alone. Like, I think my mind was just so occupied on like what had literally just happened. So I wasn't really focused on the fact that I was like physically alone. I don't know. It's like kind of hard to explain. Like, honestly, there's a lot of things in my head that are very hard to explain. Um, but now, well, hold on. Then I moved into my parents' house, um, and I lived there for quite a few months and it was hard. Um, they're amazing humans. God, I literally would not be here today if it wasn't for them. I can't thank them enough for the life they've given me over 28 years of my life, but also like 
everything they did for me, especially when everything happened. Um, so I moved in, but the thing was, is like, I moved into my childhood bedroom. So it was just weird. Um, I packed the entire apartment up, put it in boxes. I didn't really go through anything. I just kept everything, put it all in a box. I mean, I didn't keep my furniture, but otherwise I kept everything and put it in storage and moved a few boxes into a room and I lived in my childhood bedroom and it was just a weird thing. Um, don't get me wrong. There was days that were great and I like needed the company, but I also just feel like I put on like a shield. Um, I didn't want to be depressed. I didn't want to cry. I didn't want to be angry in front of them because they already like don't, of course, don't want this for me. They don't want to see me like this. They wish they could change it. They would if they could. That's like their mentality, of course. Like they're your parents, you know, of course they're going to think that. But I just put on this front because I didn't want them to hurt more. So looking back now, and I can say it, I was hurting myself more because I was holding everything in. And I'm really close with my parents. I tell them a lot of things, but this was just a whole new situation for me. I had no clue. I was so scared. I had no clue what was happening. And I still don't. It's really scary when you go from living with the love of your life every freaking day and doing these amazing things and creating this beautiful life to just nothing, like to absolutely nothing. So I continued what I do best. I kept myself super freaking busy. I had plans every weekend. I worked my ass off. I worked out constantly. I started running. Um, I did everything in front of me, honestly. Anything that I could sign up for or do, I did it. So I moved out of my parents and moved into the house. The house is beyond perfect. I literally sitting in it right now talking to you guys and just looking at my house and I'm just in love with it. I am forever grateful for my parents making this happen for me and my dad built my house. I'm proud of myself. I'm a homeowner. You know, looking at the big picture that way, it's amazing. Being here for a month and 
really, really, really like figuring out, I guess, or coming to the realization that I am alone has been really hard. So I'm trying to come up with new routines and keep my routines, but also come up with new routines and just make sure I keep myself busy Um, because it's lonely. You know, like on the weekends, I'm out and about doing stuff. I have some slow weekend nights. Like it's nice to come home and cook dinner and watch a movie or whatever and like relax on my couch. And I have nights like that, totally. But I also have nights where I come home and I literally just like walk into my house and I'm like, okay, like I am coming home alone. I have to cook myself dinner. I have to make sure the place is clean. I have to go get the groceries. I have to do this, this, and this. I have to be the one to make sure all the bills and everything are set up and done because Kevin always did all that. You know, like it's just the things you don't think about. Like, why the hell is that triggering me? You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know. Why is a freaking gas setting up a gas bill account on auto pay like making me ball my eyes out? Like, it's just fucking weird. So, I don't know. I guess I'm just like trying to give myself the grace because I say that all the time and I put it in all my posts like, give yourself grace, blah, 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 all this stuff, but I don't fucking do it to myself. I don't. I work myself to the bone to where I keep go, 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 and then it catches up to me. And then I have this day of just like, I absolutely can't control it. You know, every day is so different. I've in the very beginning, all my days were one day specifically was one whole entire emotion. And now my days are freaking within 30 minutes, within an hour, within, I don't know, within moments, like my mood can change so quickly and I scare myself with it. Like, honestly, um, so I guess just navigating all that, I don't know, but I'm still in that situation. I mean, or not situation. I don't, I don't know what the right word is, but I still put myself in the same I guess situation, yeah, whatever. I I fill my plate up so much all the time because that's just what I do. I did it before Kev was gone. I have always been like that. I like to say yes to things. I like to challenge myself, even if it means, okay, yeah, like I'll do it. But in my head, I'm like, oh shit, like when am I going to do this? Like, like, for example, when am I going to eat? When am I going to cook? When am I, you know, but I'm like, whatever, it's fine. I'll do it. I'll figure it out. But that's what I do. And I think especially now in my life, like I, I fear a lot of things and I don't want to die tomorrow and look back and be like, oh, I could have done this, this, and this, you know? So I guess 
what I'm trying to do now is to really focus on like all the things that I tell people in my podcast or in my post about giving yourself grace and taking some quiet time to really just like let you feel what you need to feel. I'm trying to actually practice what I preach here um, because it's hard. It really is hard. Time flies by and then the emotions catch up to you so quick and it's, I don't know, (laughs) honestly, it's just fucking hard. I recently started therapy again. Um, I did it pretty soon after Kevin passed and I just like immediately was like, yeah, like, sure. Sounds good. Let's talk to someone. Let's figure this out. So I went, um, she was very sweet. And the first like two, three sessions were really good. Um, I mean, let me tell you, if you haven't done therapy, doesn't matter what you're going through, even if you're just day to day life, like there's a lot going on there. Like you don't have to have something tragic happen to you to go to therapy. And that's like the picture I always painted in my head, you know, like not that I ever judged anyone, but I was just like to myself, like, oh, I'm not going like I don't need to go like I'll figure it out. Plus, I had Kev like I told him fucking everything. So now in my life, I'm like, wow. I mean, talking, I, yes, of course, talking to Kev was great, but like, I think honestly, a therapy session for everyone is just something we all need. I truly, truly believe that. And so I did a few sessions with her and it went well. Um, talking to a stranger who you know legally cannot tell anyone anything and just like un like just unleashing everything that's in you like is the best really the best fucking villain on this planet um yeah i remember after my first session i felt like i felt like a feather I was just floating in the sky like, wow, that felt so good. So I kept going and going and going. And then it kind of got to the point where this was just specifically with this one uh, woman I was seeing. Then I just kind of felt like I was going there and I was like sitting on the couch and just kind of filling her in more so. Like, I don't know. It, it, started not having the same feeling for me and I was getting to the point where I was like look like I know you can't change this for me but I need some type of coping mechanism something like something to help me because the flashbacks the like voices everything like that replays in my head to this day constantly And it's horrifying. Like, it is absolutely horrifying. And I explained that to her, and I just, I wasn't getting much with it. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to take a break. So I took a break. Also, this was the time that I had just moved into my parents' house. So 
I didn't want to like go to a therapy session and then come home because after I was usually pretty much a mess. So it was just like kind of that thing. So I was like, whatever, I'll just take a break until I move and then go from there. So fast forward to now, I moved all that. We know this. um, And this uh, girl was recommended to me. So I started and I had a like good experience. Um, I'm going to my second session this week, this coming Wednesday. Um, so we'll see. I'm going to just give it another go and kind of go from there. Now she is only going to be with me for like, I think five or six weeks. Cause then she goes on maternity leave. But honestly, I feel like I told her, I was like, well, we could see, I could do five to six weeks with you cram in and do like as much as we can and try to like map out as much as we can for me and then maybe take another break or she, of course she has someone who's like going to take over her client so we're just going to see how it goes and kind of how I feel um based on last time so anyways sorry kind of lost my train of thought for a second um I went to my first session of course like had to repeat everything, which is always like, meh, just, I hate that, but it is what it is. Um, clearly she needs to know. Like, honestly though, I was kind of shocked. She didn't uh, automatically like say like, tell me what happened. Tell me the details. Like it wasn't that vibe. Like we did a phone consultation for like, I don't know, 20, 30 minutes. So she already had the gist of like, okay, I'm 28, I'm a widow, blah, blah, blah. This is my life. Like, you know, there's a tragic loss. So we need to like, we need help with that situation. She already knew like the outline ish. Um, so yeah, this session, I was very shocked that like, she doesn't know like the day of or anything. So I was kind of shocked, but it kind of felt good and it was just different. So, of course, she said, like, at the end, she's like, you know, in the next two sessions, I really want to dive into that and see. But she's like, I didn't want to overwhelm you and just make you feel like a broken record repeating the same story. And I was kind of like, okay, I appreciate it. And then she let me just, like, take the reins. And she was like, tell me what you're feeling. And I told her. I was like, look, you know, this happened a few months back and right now in my lifetime I I've never felt more depressed I didn't feel depression right away with everything um I think like I've said again and again it's just because I was so busy and I had so many things on my mind like with the funeral, with moving, with work, with buying a house and getting it ready and da da da, like all that stuff, like occupied my mind so much. And now I'm like, oh fuck, like it slowed down. Now I'm, now I'm just Kelsey and I just work my two jobs. And yeah, I do fun things on the side with friends and family, but there's nothing big in my life like changing right this second. So I told her, like, I just, I've had more time to think and now I'm alone and I live alone. So I I definitely have had more time to think and I'm 
I'm depressed. I there's mornings I can't get out of bed. There's nights I cannot sleep. And I'm either just quiet and silent or I'm bawling or I'm angry or whatever the case is. And I try within those times to write or to look at photos, whatever I feel in that moment is going to help me. I try to do that, but it's not easy. And for anyone going through anything like this, any uh, like sort of depression, like doesn't have to be death related. I don't know. Like I feel you. It is such a lonely feeling. It's so empty. And that's what I told her. I feel so empty. My heart and my soul just are so empty without him here. And, you know, people on the outside can look and be like, oh, wow, she must be doing great. She bought a house. She did this. She did that. Whatever. Blah, 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 blah. She's doing a podcast. She's working. She lost weight. She looks good. Like, there's all these things. And it's like, no one sees the inside. No one sees what I'm dealing with. And that's why in the very beginning of all of this, me like starting the podcast and everything, I didn't want to be quiet about it. I didn't want to just lose my husband and figure out life and feel alone and whatever, you know, like I'm doing all those things and that has happened to me, but I'm sharing it with you guys because it's fucking real. And no one talks about it. It's like everyone's so goddamn uncomfortable with it. And it just sucks. Like I told my therapist, like I walk into a room and whether it's family, whether it's friends, whatever, if I walk into the room and there's already people there, I just feel a certain way. And it's, I know caring hearts. I know people are looking at me and they just love me and they care but it's such a weird feeling because it used to be Kevin and I walking into that room together to have a fun time to I don't know do whatever we were gonna do so walking alone and then getting that look and that feeling it just it's just I I don't know sometimes I can't even like say what I actually really feel. And I know people feel bad. Trust me, I I know that. But sometimes I just want to walk into a room and just pretend that nothing happened to me. You know? It's like my gym F45. I go and I joined um March or April, whatever. Kevin and I worked out a crap ton. We had like a home gym situation. Um, and after everything happened, I was like, well, I need a workout person. Like I can't work out by myself. I've just never been like that. So I was like, I need to change this. So I joined F45 by the house, um, knowing like, okay, it'd be a very quick drive and everything. And just, it was fucking great. No one knew no one knew me, nothing, you know, and I went every day, worked out, made friends, and 
slowly and surely people kind of started finding out. Um, granted, again, like I'm very public with my life. Like I know that and I know I put myself in that position. Um, I'm not trying to hide it, but it felt good for the first, I don't know, two months being there that like no one knew anything. I don't wear my ring when I work out. I don't wear any jewelry. So just people just didn't know. People didn't know who I was. People didn't know if I was married or not or what my situation was. As time went on, more people found out and we do like these challenges. So it's like, it's like a whole thing. Like you work out a bunch and they, they see like who lost the most weight and who gained the most muscle and like all these things. It's like, it's awesome. We do them all the time. And when you do them, they do these like groups on Instagram, um, like the chat groups. And it's just a very motivating thing for the month while the challenge is going on. Like we share meals, like workouts, like just all this stuff. It's a, it's a good community. I, I love it. Um, so of course with that, you know, people saw my Instagram, started kind of finding things out and I started getting like those looks a little bit and, you know, and then I just decided you know what like this is what it is and that's fine like I'm not I'm not talking shit on anyone feeling bad for me let me also put that out there if you're listening to this I'm not that's not what I'm saying um I know it's a caring heart and I know you love me and you care about me and you feel for me and that's a thousand percent understandable but just sometimes when you're the person that it's about, it's hard to like take in that it's that many people at once, you know, like, I don't know. That's kind of hard to explain. It's, it's more of like a mental situation, I guess. Um, but I just started telling more and more people and just being like open about it. I mean, I'm already open about it on social media and this podcast, so why not just do it like verbally. I think that was my last thing to kind of let go, you know? So I started doing that. And of course, people were so amazing and so sweet and very supportive, like can't say enough good things. So that's kind of there. But no one has really treated me different since then, which I really like. Um, It's just very go in, work out, hang out, like, you know, do the whole thing. And we have a good time. And it's just, it's just nice. And I know that a lot of them can see that me working out is a very good stress reliever for me and they let it be that. And I really appreciate it. Um, okay. So I kind of lost my train of thought of where I was going with this. Um, okay. So circle back. So, sorry, you know, sometimes, um, I have a freaking notepad in front of me too, of like bullet points of what I want to cover. And of course I still lose my train of thought, but that's kind of where my life is right now. Um, it's all over the place. I'm very, I'm happy. I'm very happy with the house and I love it and it's great and it's so nice to have my own space, but it's also the hardest fucking thing. Um, So dealing with that, 
Work's been great. Can't complain at all. Both jobs are busy as ever, doing hair and working with the jewelry company. I mean, I love them both, honestly, and I'm not going to change them. Everyone asks, are you just going to do one job? Like, like, no, I love both of them and I love the people I work with at both. So it's just like, why would I stop it? You know? Um, and yeah, so we'll see this therapy route, see how it goes, but the depression, it's, it's really something else. And I'm like new to it, I guess you can say. And it's like kind of really just recently more kicked in for me. But my best advice, if you're listening and you're dealing with some sort of depression or sadness or anything, anything at all, go to therapy. I can't tell you enough. Getting help is it's hard. It's fucking hard. But if you find someone that you can feel comfortable with to just unleash everything, do that. Because it's not going to fix it. It's not going to take it away. But even if it's just one day of bliss after just, okay, I feel good. I let it out. So be it. Take the one day. Because the darkness that depression is, is so scary. And I don't want anyone to get stuck and feel like they can't get out. Because that was me. So I decided to switch that, I guess. (laughs) Switch is the wrong word, but I decided to take action on it because I don't want that. And I know Kev doesn't want that for me either. Living this life without him has been so unbelievably hard. I have good days. And I'm smiling and I'm laughing and I'm having a great time. To where I kind of like forget for a second what my situation is. And I feel guilty. I feel like I shouldn't be allowed to have good days. But then I have so many of these dark, heavy days that I just distract myself with work and whatever in life and something. And then it catches up to me so quick. And I'm like, God, I can't breathe. So it's really fucked up because whether it's a good day or a bad day or just a medium in the middle day, like wasn't amazing, but wasn't horrible. There's always some sort of feeling and there's always some sort of judgment. And my therapist told me, she was like, after I talked with her, she was like, Kelsey, you judge yourself too much. And I just looked at her and I was like, what? And she's like, you judge yourself. If you're not doing enough, you are judging yourself. If you're doing too much, you're judging yourself. She's like, I just met you. And I can tell in your voice that you are judging yourself too much. And she said, what is that thing you always say? Give yourself grace, right? 
And I lost it. (laughs) Because she's so true. She's so true and I need to remember that. And we all do. We all need to breathe for a second. It's okay if we have good days. It's okay if we have bad days. It's okay if we have days that I don't, we don't want to talk to anyone. We just want to unplug and unconnect and just not talk to anyone. That's okay. And then there's days where we want to talk to everyone and post something on our story or do this or do that. Whatever the case is, just do whatever makes you feel good. I started like sharing on Instagram, on my stories a lot and whether it's me talking or what I'm cooking or something that made me happy or something that made me sad. Like I'm just sharing who cares, you know, in the beginning I was like, oh my God, people are going to judge me because like I shouldn't have good days because I just lost my husband or it might be weird that I'm sharing like my bad times, whatever, like who gives a fuck? Just share it. You know what? It makes me feel good. And that's what matters. You know what though? I have to say, yeah, there's, I'm sure someone out there judging me, just not telling me whatever, but I have so many of you that are like commenting on it or liking it or whatever. And it literally just makes me so happy. Not that it's like, it's hard to say. Like, I'm not like, oh my God, I have more likes. I'm so cool. No, it's not that. It's literally like you just watched my story of what I made for dinner and you took the time to reach out and say, oh my gosh, how did you make that? Or what did you put together? Or, oh my gosh, that looks amazing. But you don't know that me posting this freaking picture of my dinner is holding me accountable to eat. I don't eat. I've struggled with food a lot. Before Kevin passed, I struggled with food because I wanted to be skinny and I wanted to lose weight and all these things. And he was always on me to make sure I ate the correct amount of protein. And yes, we made healthy things, but just eat, you know, it's okay to have bread every once in a while. It's okay to do this and that and enjoy things. So, excuse me, he helped me with that. And now I'm in the boat where I don't want to eat, not because of that, just because I'm depressed. You know, I'm not worried about my weight. I'm actually really fucking happy with where I'm at and my progress, but it's, it now it's, okay, I can just go home and eat a string cheese and be fine and go to bed. Or I don't have an appetite because I'm mentally in a bad place and I don't want to eat. I can't do that to myself and I know this. So now that I live alone and I don't have the accountability, this is what helps me. So when people sit there and talk shit on social media and it, you know, ruins lives and there's a lot of bad things, you know what? I I agree. There's a lot of shitty things out there on social media, but I look at my Instagram and I look at what I post and all these things and I look back and I, it makes me happy. It's a diary. It's the love that Kevin and I shared and that so many people have seen because of that. And now with my life, it's 
a diary. It's an open fucking diary for me to share whatever I feel like I want to share. And the support and the love and the feedback I get from you guys really means a lot to me. I just, again, want to say thank you. As I wrap up this episode, this one was kind of all over the place. Bear with me. I'm sorry. Um, But that's just kind of where things are right now. My brain's quite a bit scattered. But I want to say thank you for everything. The constant love, the support. I literally, like, before the day I die, there's no way in hell I'm going to be able to thank everyone. Or thank everyone enough. You guys have been there for me since day one. Literally since the day people started finding out. Everyone's been there for me since then. I can't imagine my life without you guys. And I hope I don't have to. I love you so much. We'll connect next month. And a reminder, please hold your people so damn close. Hold them extra tight tonight. Tell them you love them. And tell them why you love them. Because we don't know what tomorrow brings. I love you.